Hey everyone, welcome to Murder Moose. I'm Rod. Holy crap! <laughs> God damn it, Josh. Josh, you can, you can. I mean, I know, I don't know how, but you cannot interrupt me one time. Uh, no, that's just it, I've done it for probably seventy shows, so I have to do it all of the time now. So. Yep. Well, we have brought along one of my favorite like content creators, one of my one of the coolest people in the world uh, in real life too. Uh, Ezekiel the third, just call him Zeke. How's it going, man? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, coming along, man. Episode eighty-eight, man. You've been in this a long time. I had no idea. Yeah, we uh we started in October of or September of twenty twenty. We uh Josh had done lots of movie record like podcasts and YouTube stuff for a long time, and then I had done a Hearthstone podcast for like three ish years it was like just under three years and i stopped that because i couldn't play the game without losing my goddamn mind so <laughs> I, I get that man yeah sure. I, I mean <laughs> it's it, i was at the point where i was screaming like at the game while streaming and i'm like yeah i, I can't I, I was like i can't do this i feel like a fucking lunatic and i mean you know how that is because you and i have similar tempers like which You've chilled yeah, but out. You way are a lunatic, man. Like, I am that's a lunatic. A <laughs> Zeke's not, though. I mean, it's. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we. I it went about six months without podcasting, and I was like, I need more podcasts. So I met Josh through uh, one of the communities I kind of like, you know, picked up at the beginning of COVID, and mm. here we are, like two years later, and still going. And it's been it's a blast, man. It's like especially how we do this it's like very uh we don't like prep we don't do anything that's like we just come in we watch we watch a movie that's right. all and then there are we a lot of how, pocket like yeah. if you have friends that like movies and you've had actual fucking conversations with your friends about a movie that's our podcast mm-hmm. it's got to be easy flow just whatever and yeah it, it's just sure it's fun talking about movies with your friends so why not do it on a podcast right yeah, exactly. Is the moose a uh, moose Canadian thing? Is that why it's murder moose? Yeah. I, I don't even know why it came up. I think when I was thinking about the show and starting it, Josh was like my number one, like, oh, yeah, I got to Josh was my idea for doing it with. And I was like Canadian and murder mooses. And I don't know. There was a video circulating on Twitter the other day, and it's literally a uh, bear getting chased by. I don't know if you saw it by the moose. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, these things are fucking nightmare fuel. I mean, and that was just this week. It's like, you don't. Aren't f- moose like, I was talking to Katie about this, uh, my lady. Aren't moose like the number one animal death in, like, like second only to like the hippopotamus or something weird? I wouldn't be surprised, man. Like would, rutting season is yeah. very, very dangerous in Canada, I've heard. <laughs> Josh Josh rides his bike around Canada, right? So it's like he's uh Yeah, but if you see a moose, fucking go the other way cuz they don't yeah. fucking care, man. Like they're oh, huge. You re- they're yeah. fucking massive. Do you remember that video that was circulating a couple years back of a moose just walking down the middle lane of a highway 
And it's just like, you're like, it's like a mythical fucking creature. It's, it, it reminds me of that movie, The Ritual, which was that Netflix movie where the, uh, they go out in the woods and it's like a druid ceremony, like with some weird thing. It's like, that's how big this fucking thing was. You're like, this is not from this world. So, <laughs> yeah. I, one of those mystical creatures that you, <laughs> that you see and you wonder how it, how it happened to be. <laughs> do you have to go? I want, do you go? Is a moose really what people thought Bigfoot was? They're like, they saw a moose and they're like, oh shit, this is like something that looks like it's eight feet tall and could stomp your brains in. You know, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of reasons that people see Bigfoot. <laughs> Drugs, you know. Drugs? I, I mean, moose. I'm moose. I would totally understand if, yeah. if you thought you saw Bigfoot and it was just a fucking moose. Yeah. You know, well, like how tall like are they at the one. top? Like like ten feet at, yeah. with the antlers. <laughs> it's real big. I mean, because we have elk in Colorado, right? And elk are elk are real big too. You get seven or eight foot tall elk just with how big they are, and moose are like amplified on top of that. You're just like, yeah. fuck, these things are big. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it remind you know what you remind me of? It's uh I remember going back to like middle school when I went and saw uh Congo. You remember Congo oh. back in the day? <laughs> and dude, when- I still remember seeing Congo cuz uh I didn't see very many like drive-in movies in my life, yeah. but there was always a double feature and it was Congo and the Power Rangers movie and I I don't know, I just remember Congo was fu- in comparison to the Power Rangers movie, way fucking cooler being a kid and seeing a gorilla just fuck people up. I was like, this is nuts. There were two movies. Yeah. Was... And uh, 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 fucking Rocky Horror. What was his name? I can't. I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Uh, Dr. Frankenford from yeah. Rocky Horror. What's his name? Uh, the actor? Oh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. There you go. Tim Curry's accent in yeah. Congo. Just. <laughs> insanely <laughs> i don't understand i don't know what accent he was doing i don't know what he was attempting there's but it was oh. it's a it was a thing of beauty for sure yeah. there's a lot in that movie that you're going what the fuck were they were th- thinking including uh uh what do you call him getting swallowed john voigt getting swallowed in them having that from <laughs> god dude i like when they found the fucking place with all the the apes and shit that like you know that that were guarding the treasure, yep. the diamonds or whatever. Yep. And the diamonds are just fucking like laying in the sand. <laughs> like they're just like like some some fucking grip on the fucking set was just they told him like just just pepper them in the sand here. Yeah. Like, thump, thump, it, just fucking <laughs> dropping them here and there. And That's nineteen ninety five for you, man. Like, dude, I, yeah, no shit. That, we're we're gonna be doing Idle Hands here in the next like week or so, and that one. Oh, I guess that's ninety nine though. But still, the like nineties look and just like the fact that I I feel like more nowadays they have to like actually think about what an audience will think of a movie before they do it. And whereas the nineties was just like, yeah, it's entertainment. Who gives a shit? The, yeah. the the two movies from the '90s that I always think of because, and I'll explain in a second, are Congo and Anaconda, because that yes. was like when I was like in eighth grade and like you started going out on dates with girls, and I was like sticking my hands down chunky girls' pants in the middle of Congo because you're a horny middle schooler, and you're like, yep. this is the greatest thing of all time, and then you smell like stanky pussy for like a, a week because eighth graders don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! 
Never did any movie theater stuff because every time I went to a movie theater, I wanted to fucking watch the movie, you know? Even when I was on a date, like, and they wanted to fool around, I've always been like, hey, you know where we're at a movie, right? Like, this movie's on. (laughs) This cost me money. I'm not rich. (laughs) This fucking shit costs, like, you know, for back in the day, it was like 30 bucks for two people. Yeah. With, like, the tickets and the, the popcorn or whatever you wanted, like, yeah, holy shit, man. Yeah. Let me watch. I paid for this. Let me watch the movie. If you want to if you want to fool around, I've got a Chevy Chevette. We can do that in. <laughs> so you got it's the- got a hatchback, okay? <laughs> you got, like, you got a couple years on me, Ezekiel. Like, you're, I was born in 83, and you were born in 80. So you were, like, yeah. driving by that point. I was just in middle school going, yeah, this that's the only place I've gotten away from my parents, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't have a place. No, you didn't have like a like a, a lovers whatever like no. It was like a place where all the ki- all the high school kids would go and drink beer and try not to get caught. Uh uh-uh. uh It was oh, all okay. like so all no my, make out like, freaking point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I lived in unincorporated town in an unincorporated township where like people kids drove fucking tractors to school the last week of school. <laughs> That's the kind of fucking school I lived in. And then like there was a like. They started building like you know more upper class like neighborhoods by the the school that was a lot of the school, but it was still in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like yeah, the town's population was doubled by the prison that was there. That's <laughs> like the, the, the kind of yeah. What state was, was that? In Ohio, I grew up on the west oh, side okay. of Cleveland. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not Montana nowhere, but you know, it's. Well, I mean, even we had like a. Uh, fucking, we had the uh, the rims, yeah. which like overlooked, like, because Billings is mostly like in the valley that you would call, you would say the valley, yeah, because you were below the rims, or you'd say the heights if you were above the rims. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the the rims was where the airport they set the airport because it was you know high flat part yeah. of the town, and uh, just like you know if you go to the the edge of the rims, that's where like all the kids would park and. And uh, there was like little craggy, rocky, like cavey kind of things yeah. that just have graffiti and used condoms and fucking <laughs> empty beer cans and like all that kind of shit. We'd all go there. We called it. We didn't know any better. We like we didn't know what Devil's Kitchen was, but that's what we called it. We called yeah. it Devil's Kitchen. Yeah. But yeah, that's where we go and like, oh my god, we smoke pot out of fucking dugouts and like out of like like you would take one of the empty beer cans and yeah. do the fucking MacGyver pipe because. No, there's no fucking head shops anywhere <laughs> near us. Yeah. So you'd smoke it out of whatever you can do. Like, you, like hollowed out cigarettes is what we'd, like, use as joints sometimes. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. But, yeah. yeah, so that's, like, that's where we'd go. Like, that's why the movies were so sacred to me, because yeah. we, we had a spot for yeah. fingering and whatnot. <laughs> I I probably just didn't know what it was. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, sure. I wasn't, like, a, like, no one, I just hung out with nerdy drama kids and and stuff like that like a lot of my like time in high school so it was like you know whatever i don't know then talk about high school kids that are are horny as shit drama kids that's about as i mean you did you did some drama in high school right so you know that dude once once i left like sports behind like i left football and all that shit like yeah like shortly into my sophomore year i was like i'm not doing football anymore i'm gonna do I'm going to do drama and shit. And let me tell you, like, my sex life got like, a lot better. <laughs> like, way better. Because yeah. those fucking damaged drama kids yeah. are just horny as fuck, and they don't give a shit. And their parents usually aren't you know, around or home or whatever. Yeah. So it's just like, that's where you party. That's, that's like, 
how you learned about <laughs> hooking up and yeah. all that kind of shit. All the while you're in this fucking production of Annie Warbucks or some shit. <laughs> I did I did drama my senior year and we did Oklahoma and uh, Arsenic Ugh. and Old Lace. Oh and, my god! Yeah, it was. Too- well, is it because your fucking school was cheap and those are like probably, public domain? Probably. Dude, yeah. I, that and we lived in, I mean, we literally had a cornfield next to my fucking high school. So it was one of those things where you're just like, yeah, they just don't give a fuck. This is not, there's no additional anything in this fucking school. Sure. I mean, yeah, you're lucky you had a drama program, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. I, I tell people all the time how little we had in my high school. We didn't have, like, we had Spanish and French, and that was, like, about all. We did, you mm-hmm. know, soccer and basketball and football and baseball, like, the normal sports. There wasn't, like... You know how a lot of America has now, like, cro- like uh, lacrosse. Yeah, lacrosse, field hockey, and all that shit. We had none of that, and it was like no hockey. Apparently, that's Canada's like national sport. I thought it was fucking hockey, but it's lacrosse. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> you go to lacrosse camp with that, Archer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Um. So, Zeke, I have to ask, what is you've talked about Lost Boys, so I was like, oh, man, I got to bring this up. What is your, like, you grew up in the 80s, like we've been talking about, but what Mm -hmm. is your, like, connection with horror, like, like at all? Like, what's the thing that you remember that you connected with as, like, horror as a kid or even, I mean, later on? What's the thing that, like, really attracted you to the genre? I can tell you the first time that I saw a horror film, I wasn't supposed to see it, um... (laughs) But it was, uh, I was being babysat. Yeah. And my babysitter, who I think might have been my older cousin, um, she was there. Uh, she put on, I want to say it was something like Silent Night, Deadly Night, or something like that, or something nice. like Santa Claus yeah. was in it. Silent Night, Deadly and Night. And yeah. Santa Claus straight up fucking knife murders somebody. And I was like, I don't know, seven? <laughs> yeah six something like that like i was real young i didn't know what the fuck was going on and that fucked me for a good long while because i saw santa claus straight up bloody murder somebody yeah. and it was not pretty yeah so uh that was my first like taste of like what horror is you know yeah and then um i started by uh, was lucky enough to have uh uh HBO, you would get the free like week, yeah, of HBO and shit. Yeah. Oh man, I look forward to that. Like, I think they did it twice a year or whatever. But fuck, I love that shit. Yeah, because you get free HBO and you get like real things sex. like real sex. <laughs> yeah. You get like, yeah, dude, you know, you know, you get like Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, but also you get movies. Yeah, like you would uncut no commercial movies. Yeah, and you would fucking look in the. T- this is the reason you got a TV guide. Yeah, yeah. there's no internet. You get a TV guide. You find one of those fuckers, like, in the grocery store. You read it, see what's on HBO, and then put it back on the shelf. Yeah. And then you find out, like, oh, shit, Creep Show's on. Or, oh, shit, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Friday 13th, Elm Street. Like, all the classics, like, they played them every once in a while, and you'd... you'd uh, the only other place you could find, you could see him was that goddamn uh, Joe Bob, whatever his name, on USA. Yeah. Joe Bob, and who is... Would, who is yeah, now what? incredibly popular again. I don't know if you know he does the Oh, is he? He does a weekly show on Shudder and they do like oh. the the horror community goes bonkers over it because it's like streaming so he gets to show the real versions of films and he's still popular. He's going to be at oh, this yeah? 
Calgary uh, fe- convention Josh is moderating yep. at here in at the end of the month. So, yeah. Very nice. It's man. It's like we talk about it all the time, and I don't know how how many of the newer horror movies you've seen that that like the '80s are like the mecca period that they set so many of these movies back in, right? Like they they, it's like the most common setting outside of like modern day, and it's like I feel like of- we're almost in that like. The, the cusp of uh, Hollywood understanding that ho- like horror is something that can make money. Like the 80s was like a vessel for it because it was just killing it at the box office and making tons of money. And then it went away kind of in the 90s and early 2000s. But I feel like, you know, with the, the rise of all like the Bubba Dooks and that type of stuff, it's, it's kind of coming back to... Well, and all the remakes are getting well, done too, right? I, yeah. I actually talked to, talked to Katie about this. Um, and we, it's, I think it's because we were way more like forgiving in the eighties. Like we knew that the blood wasn't going to look like abs, like totally real. Like we knew that like maybe Freddy Krueger's makeup wasn't going to be as good in this one, but it's fucking, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. But -hmm. like, you know, anytime there's, there's a horror movie now, it's, it's, we, we pick it apart, man. Yeah. And we don't like we don't like we've forgotten how to just like sit back and enjoy shit, you know? Yeah, we we try and this is we've only torn a couple of films apart, like torn them apart. And mm. because it's like we know how hard it is to make the movie. Josh makes you know, he makes short films. He does he gets to do all this stuff. We've been around all this stuff. And it's like we'll have plenty of movies where people are like we're like, Yeah, we had a blast with this. It's not perfect, but it's a blast and then people come in and oh this sucked. This sucked. Like, we did a, a shutter. Just did a movie uh, called The Sadness, which is a, a a Taiwan zombie movie. It's not really zombies. It's more like uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, where it's like rage virus kind of things. And the movie hits. Right. Sure. 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 It hits some like points, right? And like I was telling people, oh, this is pretty cool. And then someone watched it, and they were like, oh, that was stupid. And I'm like, it's I don't know what mental. to tell you. It is yeah. fucking mental. That's that. That's what that movie is. It's fucking yeah. over the top. What was it, the name of it again? The sadness. The sadness. Yeah. Like okay. it. It. It tries to shock you, and if you're not shocked, it will try again and try again, yeah. and it goes there, and then it goes there again, and yeah, it's it, fucking. It's definitely. There are acts. Check out. There are acts in that film that the only thing I can compare them to are a Serbian film, which I've never even seen because everyone. Do you know about the Serbian film? So a Serbian film is like, I would, what do I compare it to? It's basically the modern, it, like, what are those, the the Faces of Death movies or VH, VHS tapes from the 80s, kind of like that. When they show real people dying and shit? Where, yeah, where I hear a lot of them were, it's basically, it's the only reason to watch it is to be shocked, right? It's like, sure, yeah. it, there's no point to the film. It's just like, it's mm-hmm. shock worthy. And there are scenes in this, even though it's, you know, it's not like that. It has a purpose, but they push it, like, to limit the, a lot of people, you know. Like, Is it are, called uh, the Serbian film? Uh, Serbian film. Yeah, Serbian film. It's one of those films. I think it's us. That's the title, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, well, okay. it, it was made in Serbia, I think. It's one of those films that, like, you go, oh, okay, that's the. <sighs> now, I mean. You know how I everyone think... has that list. And it's on everyone's fucking list, like top of the list of most fucked up movies they've ever seen type thing. Yeah, 
and apparently yeah, this yeah. one slots right in either above or below a Serbian film. So it has it has comparable things, but it, the film has more merit, unlike that film. But it's it's the kind of stuff where you're going. People are like, oh, I I can't handle this, which is fine, but it's just like I. I just get upset that people don't they they find every reason to hate films, right? And like I think that's one of those things like I think you have especially with horror if you're going to go in and watch horror films trying to have an open mind and not just trying to accept things for what they are is way more, you know, like it helps with the genre. And but that helps with all films, right? Like going into a film and going I was telling I was telling Katie the other night cuz I watched I put Morbius on that Josh had, and I'm just yeah, like, it's a soggy cock. Yeah, it's that the movie is just a cock. soggy cock. I, so I've not seen it yet. Yeah, oh, you don't. Want I don't know to. if I will ever see it, just because. <laughs> like it's, it sounds like something that, it, it doesn't sound worth it. it sounds oh, like it, it's not bad. It's just it's fucking boring. Yeah. which is the worst offensive movie. Exactly. I I say that all the time. That is my, I I love the room. I, the Room is not a good movie. The Room is a terrible film. But The Room, you can tell that those motherfuckers, or Tommy Wiseau. Film. Yeah, 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 he loves movies, and he loved, he was trying to put something together, and it's, that love is something that you go in, okay, this is cool. But, like, when the movie I can't watch it. But that's what Sony fucking it. does, though. Uh, Sony doesn't yeah. know what they're fucking doing. Yeah. Well, you I can't, can't watch it unless I'm watching it with somebody in the room. I yeah. can't do it anymore. Oh no! I watched it like a total of probably like five times, but the first time I watched it by myself, yep. so, and every other time since then, it was with somebody. Yeah. And I'm not even. I'm barely looking at the movie. I'm just yeah. going. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> at that's the person what it turns watching into. Like, yeah. Like I I went uh like Greg Sestero came to Calgary and like brought an actual worse script. Like there was act, there was worse scripts, and they did like a, a live reading in Calgary with it and stuff. And then he was selling the disaster artist book and all that stuff. So we, like, that was the last time I watched it, and they were throwing the spoons at the screen and like that's. I think you know, like when you've seen it, it's it's not something that you just watch because yeah. it's so good and I have to watch it again. It's because uh, it's become this like cultural phenomenon that you yeah. have to show someone, and it's more about like their reaction to how fucking ridiculous it is than the movie well, itself. And and shit like that, like that's that's horror all over though, right? Yeah. Like it's it's the not only the, the movie itself, but also like the weirdness surrounding it sometimes. Yeah. Like on on on, on certain like select cases like the room and shit like that that really pump up your, your enjoyment and your your yeah. the, the, the hype of it all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, so that that's one of the reasons I love Midsummer because that movie is I it's well written and well shot and all that stuff. The characters in that movie all fucking suck balls though. <laughs> and the thing with that movie is to like watching people experience it for the first time, especially the cliff scene and yeah. like I had, a, I had a streamer friend and she was like streaming one day and I'm like, hey, Helene, you've never seen this. Just watch this clip. Not on stream. Not on, I warned her, not on stream. And yeah. just she watched it on live and you just see her face going, Aah! like you're just completely <laughs> losing her shit because it's just, it's that's that type of stuff. And it, the, another one of those that Josh and I talked about a while back was The Fanatic with John Travolta which and Devin Sala, which I don't know if you've seen. I think I might even talk to you about this movie at one point, like not here, but... It is one of those movies that you go, oh my God, this is so bad. It's amazing. It's so <laughs> Fred Durst directed it. Oh, and wow. 
there's a scene in this movie, Zeke, oh that th- that you would appreciate more than most people. Devin Sawa gets in the car with his kid, turns on the radio, and it's Limp Bizkit playing, and he goes, man, we used to jam to this shit back in the day, and it's just like the most cringy He's scene. like, turn it up. Let's get it. Like, but knowing that Fred Durst is in the backseat telling them to do this, it just makes yeah. you like cringe so much more. Yeah. You're like, you're like no, Dude. why? <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't think anybody in the '90s didn't have three dollar bill, y'all. Like, oh no, that album, fucking bangers, like oh, yeah. all yeah. the way. And like, it's only after that that it started to get a little a little trite, a little yeah. played out, I guess. But yeah. like, dude, I know you'll be loving this shit right here. That's, Come on, man. Dude, that and come corn, on, man. That that and corn were kind of my like. So yep. I went from like green new metal, day, man. Come on, yeah. It was like Green Day. Into like insane clown posse because I was a you know a weird uh, teenager, and then sure. it was like corn and and all that stuff that got me into that kind of metal stuff that was in that point in time, and yep. it was like they were great. It was just like it was the weird like oddity of you like stroking your own dick and like not acting like anyone like it's just it's just so strange <laughs> seeing when you know Fred Durst is directing it, you're like oh that's 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 something. Yeah, man. but you can see. Well, it. dude, that's that's his like that's his Sam Raimi car thing, right? Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah, like he put himself in the movie. Like Sam Raimi puts that car in every movie. Yeah, Sa- you know? Sam. But Raimi, you though, see the love for filmmaking that he has yeah. in that movie. As as much as it is like you you just don't go like. There's a line from Tropic Thunder that is you is don't true. go full. Yeah, yeah, and, and you John- just don't do it. And he did it, and John Travolta is just not the greatest. But the the film has those like the room qualities to it, where yeah. it's like, oh, you know, this is really fucking bad, but it's like kind of like borderline so bad it's, that it's good. Yeah, it's so bad what, that it's what, good. What's the name of it again? The fanatic. The fanatic. Yeah, okay. Devin Sawa and John Travolta. It is John Travolta. Okay. Yeah, it, he plays he plays someone who's probably he's trying to play autistic or something they never say in the movie and you're just like <laughs> and it's probably car- better than yeah. say it. his name is his name is moose which also is a funny part with this whole thing and yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things you're just like oh john travolta and his haircut in the film is just you go it's straight out of leonard kenny but like with like you know it's john hard to travolta. come back from that in his mid fifties, doing the shit is just yeah. now. Hold, hold on, is John Travolta like a main character? In yeah, it? he's yes. the main character in it. It's him and he. He basically is obsessed with Devin Sawa's character, who is a uh, who's a movie. He's like an action star, and so like he's obsessed with this guy, and like, oh my god, that is John Travolta. Holy fuck! Yeah, <laughs> I just look at pictures from the movie. I'm like, is he in this? Oh, that's him. Yeah, dude. Yep. It is man, long way from Vincent Vega, dude. Yeah, it Dang, is. Fuck. I, he, the man literally has one of the strangest movie careers of all time, and that movie is just like he really does. Yeah, it's it's well, like he, he didn't. He, he'll need another Quentin Tarantino type moment to bring his uh, career back, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he's done some of those movies the last couple of years. Him playing Gotti, uh, John Gotti, or whatever his name was, was one of those movies yeah. that people like were like. How did this? I think he funded that too. Like he paid for that movie or some shit like that. And you're just like, oh, John, oh, John. The Scientology. Like bad choices. Oh, it, it's supposed to be real bad. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. He played John Gotti like in prison, going to prison, like the end of his life kind of stuff. And like, 
it got nominated for like Razzies and all that shit. And oh sure, yeah, yeah, it was real bad though. So um, no, I just looked up the fanatic and it's it's got sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Yeah, it, it actually a respectable four point two on IMDb though. Yeah, well, it's because the the fans will go in and because that it's again it's so it, it's it's not quite as up there as the room, but it's it's close. Like it's it's that level of entertaining. So that's one of those movies I've put on for people uh-huh. randomly and gone, hey, you gotta you gotta watch this shit because it is ridiculous. So. <laughs> Does it make you feel all morby inside? Uh, Morby? It's morbid time? (laughs) (laughs) Trolls 2 is another one that is... Well, it uh, has its own documentary about the following for Trolls 2 and stuff, too. Oh, oh my God. That one, yeah. Yeah. It is. (laughs) Wow. If you've never seen that one, it is a... I've never seen a movie with more stiff acting. Like it's just the the acting all seems like they're reading it from cue cards and had never seen the the, the lines. Well, it's because the director didn't speak English at all yeah. and just came yeah. in and was like, Yeah, I'm making <laughs> Trolls Two and it's like, but it's not a sequel to Trolls. It's just called it's Trolls not, Two. Yeah, it's not yeah. actually a sequel. It's just fucking a standalone called Trolls that's Two. Hilarious. It makes no I mean, sense. But that's like, why it, it it's yeah. It's the most Italian movie thing ever because it- Italy does those films all the time, right? Where like they just do unofficial sequels to everything. But yeah. oh my god, yeah. yeah, like they have, yeah, everything has like it has a, this the same name, but it, it has nothing to do with yeah. each other. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so <laughs> frustrating. The, uh, there's a movie, the YouTube channel that I really appreciate. The named uh, Brandon Brandon Tenold is his name, and he does all these review of these old movies, and he. Uh, he actually is the guy. He's one of the guys behind those. Uh, in the what is it? What are those called? Uh, the the horror documentaries that have been going around about the eighties. Like, uh, what the fuck is that called? I forget what the name of it is offhand. But it is. Uh, he does a lot for the community. But his he, the movies he picks on the show are just so. He does shit like <laughs> Turkish Spider Man. And shit like that, like uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. Which you've, if you've never seen Turkish Spider-Man, I've never seen the full movie. It is literally has scenes where a guinea pig is like, they put a tube in it, like a, a tube on a guy, and then they put a guinea pig in it, and a guinea pig eats through someone, in a Spider-Man movie. So it's like, I, yeah. no, I saw like I saw like little because uh, I, I went to, uh, 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 oh the, oh no no, was it Doctor Strange? I saw that maybe. Alma does. Alma plays that clip, yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably saw it there then because it, yeah, it was Spider Man, but it was like not. It yeah. had nothing to do with like Spider Man. It was yeah. like it was. I, I think I saw. I don't know if I saw that one, but I saw one of them where it was like Spider Man was like this debonair romantic, like yeah. From it was from some other country, but I, I don't know. But he he like took off the mat. He wasn't like a, this teenage kid. He was like this guy with like this cool mustache and really like he took the hat thing off. And cut back to him, his hair is perfect. Perfect, you know? yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit. It's great. I love it. That's one of the many reasons uh, my wife and I went and saw X at uh, X at uh, Alamo Draft House, and she didn't know what X was. It was Ty West. Do you know Ty West? He did uh, X. Yeah, it's it's a, a slasher. It's like a slasher movie this yeah. year. Yeah, it came oh, out no, three I'm... or four months ago, and it uh, it's about these it, this. Uh, these people who go to shoot a porno in the middle of Texas in the like in the late seventies, like so like right when pornos and like VHSs are coming out. 
And, and Texas so, Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, and Texas Chainsaw. But my wife didn't know anything about this film. So we get him in and Alamo's playing like porno advertising. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck is this? That's awesome. So they actually like had, was it like hardcore porn? Like, no, stuff? it was just like R-rated versions of like stuff, oh, okay, like okay. clips of stuff. And like, sure, gotcha. yeah, and like those smutty movies that weren't porno, but they're close, you know, the... Fuck, like, that's talking- really good, man. I'm glad, yeah. like, there's some filmmaker out there still, like, pulling it to the that, like, nostalgic look and feel. And, yeah, yeah it's just, it was fucking well done. Now, is it just X or is it EX? No, it's X. Just, just X. the letter X. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, because I guess back in the 70s, that was, like, what they rated pornos. Like, when they were just, like... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, they still had X rating uh, when I was... Like, like a young kid. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't I'd Species n- rated X, or was that still uh, R? I don't know. I think yeah. I think there was there was one movie like there was some controversial movies that were or supposed like to Showgirls or something. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, like ba- way back yeah. in the day, Urban Cowboy. Yeah, Urban was... Cowboy won Best Picture as NC Seventeen, or Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy, not Urban Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, yeah that's Midnight what it was. Cowboy. Midnight yeah. Cowboy. Yeah, it was rated X. Yeah, that movie is yeah. wonderful and. It's not a movie that I'd ever watch again, though, because it's really depressing. It's one of those movies where you're like, I can appreciate this, but fuck, it's sad. It's it's not like, <laughs> it's like, uh, this guy's going to live his dream, and he ends up, like, blowing dudes and fucking, like, old geriatric millionaires to, like, get by as, as Dustin Hoffman is, like, trying to get hit by cars and everything. Yeah, as he's walking here. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking here. Which is the, the best part? actual. Yeah. yeah. He actually got hit. Like, the, the car actually hit him, and he just. Yeah, it, that was a that was an improv scene that, that the fucking taxi ran the, the line that they were, hold, they were holding a line of cars, and the taxi just went. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I like, that is the definition, because I know you've done a lot of improv, but, like, that's mm-hmm. the definition of just fucking being able to go with something and just going oh yeah a car just hit me and i'm gonna not break character Dude, at all it's it's improv but it also like if you are uh of the method acting variety yeah like, method gets a bad name these days because the people that do it are kind of like Jared bad Leto. ambassadors <laughs> yeah, Jared yeah Leto. they're bad ambassadors <laughs> for it but like they're the, there's a limit to what you yeah. like should be doing method but i like i did a several plays where it was um like once i walked into the the theater yeah like method i was i was i was in character i was you know uh i we all referred to each other as our characters like backstage and stuff like that just to stay in it and it it does enhance the performance it really does but like once i walk out that fucking door i'm not i'm not mailing I'm not doing any of that bullshit it, It's funny because every time you hear about it now It's always in a bad way They're never like man this guy is a He's like a method actor and he's just like the sweetest Motherfucker in the world No it's like Tom Hardy annoying uh, uh, What do you call her in a, a Mad Max car For 12 hours a day and just driving her Oh crazy. Charlize yeah, he, She hates him because of that Because he wouldn't, really? he wouldn't break character The whole time they were doing that And they're stuck in a fucking car together For like you know entire shoot days and she's like tom hardy you've done some great work but it's not gonna stop you from making venom so (laughs) good god why i don't know i don't know man it's that that movie like either of those movies like yeah they have so little merit 
like yeah. in them at all. Like they're just a fucking mess. It's Sony. And they're not even like Venom is such a cool character. Yeah. And they don't I let know. him do money, cool things at all. It's because it's Sony, man. Yeah, Sony doesn't know what the fuck they're Sony, doing. Yeah, it's Morbius is the same way, but worse because then they have the the vampire running around killing people, but then with no blood for most of the movie because it's mm-hmm. PG thirteen. Like it's he's a soggy can we, cock. Can yeah. we fucking stop yeah. doing that? Can we please, please, <laughs> for the love of fuck, <laughs> can we please stop making good movies PG thirteen? Yeah. Can we please just well, take away the fucking rating system? Yeah. My God, man. Well, it just, it makes, like, I understand why they do it, but, man. Well, it's funny. Like, you could push that stuff and make Ugh. it well. Like, I mean, you, you, you were talking about the uh, uh, Doctor Strange and what Sam Raimi was able to do in that as a PG-13 movie. Like, that... That the character, there's a character, I'm not going to say it because there's probably people who haven't seen it yet, whose head implodes in that movie. And it is a, one of the gnarliest things I've ever seen in a PG-13 movie. Like, you're like, you could push that stuff, but it's like. <sighs> Which movie it's, is this? What are you talking about? Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah Sam Raimi. The multiverse or whatever. Yeah, yeah Sam Raimi <laughs> just knows what he, I mean, dude, uh, Drag Me to Hell is one of the gnarliest PG-13 horror movies ever made. Like, that movie it. is so good. That because, was good, dude. Yeah. Good. What, I'm scared of a handkerchief. <laughs> possessed goats and shit like that right man so yeah uh, okay speaking of that let's dive into we are going to talk about the lost boys today um hell yeah uh really a classic and it's one of those movies that uh i think it's one of those tentpole vampire movies right it's one of those vampire movies that gets talked about i i was thinking about it's it because they did why... it right man like yeah. there's I, I was thinking about it before this like the the amount of different ways vampires have been done over the years. There's like, yeah. you know, the classics and Dracula's and all that stuff. But I feel like this is the first one and it's so fucking punk rock. I just, yeah. I love the look. I love the feel of this movie. And I love that they did like vampires, right? They got, yeah. you know, they did the tropes, they did the whatever, but I feel like this is all around like the pivotal, like vampire, for me, this and like maybe Blade for like, you know, setting the bar for what I want in a vampire. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, I think two of my favorites. I I still don't know if Let the Right Ones in is my favorite, but the other one of my favorites is Fright Night. Fright Night is another that just perfect vampire movie from the eighties that is like nails yeah, not the remake. <laughs> no, I like the remake though. I don't think the remake was bad. I just don't think it was as good as the original. Um, yes. Are you a fan of uh, Fright Night? Seek? I I don't think I ever watched it. Oh, like I might have caught pieces of it, but yeah. I never watched it all the way through. You should check it um, out. It's so. a lot of fun. It is. It's very much like a old Hitchcockian Hitchcockian thing, very much in a lot of ways. Because you have a kid who wakes up and his neighbor, this guy, moves into his house next door, and he realizes his, his neighbor's a vampire, and he's just trying okay. to, you know, <laughs> show everyone that like convince everyone because he's afraid this guy's going to eat him. It's, it's really well done, but it's, it's up there with like, it's debatably as good as this movie. Um, I, I think that I watching this movie again, cause I've watched it three times over the last couple weeks. Cause I wasn't sure when we were going to get to record this. And so I don't, I don't even mind. It's like one of those films that you can just put on and you're like, Oh, this is just fucking dope. And I could do it. I like do it. Uh, whenever, 
This movie, I think one of the biggest things about it that makes me giggle as I watch it, you can tell there's still scenes in this film that you go, these motherfuckers really wanted this to be Goonies, but with vampires at times. Like, because that was the original concept. They were, it was like, a, this was supposed to be like a PG, PG-13 vampire movie in the, the, the vein of uh, Goonies. But then Joel Schumacher came in and he was like, nah, I want to do this. You know, I want to make this hardcore. And because Corey Feldman was in it and he was in fucking yeah. everything in the 80s. Yeah. Well, Corey Feldman and I mean, Corey, what do you call him? Ham. Both. Yeah. Both Corey's. Yeah. Corey yeah. yeah. This is where they started the Corey, uh, the Corey uh, duo. Yeah. But in the two scenes of this film that really stick out to me with that, Corey taking a bath feels like it's like made for a much younger kid because like he, he was about what, 13 or 14 when he was doing this film? Let me see. What year was he born? He was born in 71. So he was like 16. So he's probably like 15 when he shot this. The bathtub yep. scene feels a little bit younger than that. Also, his brother in this film, um, uh, Jason Patrick, looks like yep. he's about 28 and has like, like been playing professional minor league baseball for the last 10 years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's. Well, seems- yeah. And, and like in the movie, uh, Corey. Haim is supposed to like his mom wants wants uh, him to be babysat yep. by his brother, by his yep. older brother. Yep. And I'm like, man, I'd sell that kid cigarettes. Like, <laughs> I don't know why he fucking needs babysat. Like, are you kidding? That and then when he, he asked his mom if he could get and in, crawl into bed with his mom, and I'm like, uh, that's. <laughs> I think that's that's Joel Schumacher. Though. That's something else going on. Right there. Joel's a weirdo, man. man. Oh, <laughs> also, it's funny watching this film again and going remembering because I don't know if I remembered it when I hadn't watched it for a while. Alex Winter is in this as you know, like the, the yeah Bill, right? Bill yeah, from Bill and Ted. Yeah, Bill and Ted, and he's like the guy's career never blew up, blew up, but like it's funny seeing him right around that same time doing this. And man, also, does anyone? I mean, Zeke, you might have. Does anyone else get reminded of Triple H, the wrestler, when the 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 saxophone guy starts playing the guy that's yes. oiled up. hundred like, <laughs> percent. I thought it was triple H <laughs> dude. There's a, there's a, uh, um, a thing on uh, Netflix. I don't know if it's still there anymore. I want to look it up, but I think it's called the clothes that made us. Like it's the movies that made us. Yeah. The toys that made us. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think there's one called the clothes. Let me just make sure I'm right. The yeah. clothes that made us. No, maybe not. <laughs> but it was on. It was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, oh, Warren. Warren stories. Yes, I think that's it. Warren. Yes, it is Warren stories. Okay. W R N. Warren stories. Yeah. And that dude, the saxophone yeah. guy, talks about that cod piece. Everybody on the show has like a, a, a half an hour uh, episode, and they talk about one piece of clothing that means something oh, to right. them for yeah. one reason. And the Lost Boys, fucking saxophonist guy. Talks about that cod piece. And he talks about it like <laughs> when I strap that on, man. It's it's and he's like very honest. Like when I strap it on, dude, like I'm a, I feel like a superhero. Or some yeah. Shit. And I rewatched that. That is one of the greatest scenes in the movie. It's so yep. good when he's sitting there, he's like I still believe. Yeah. <laughs> and he's fucking, he's just jamming. Yeah. And his fucking hips are going, dude. He's fucking there, dude. fucking the entire audience. And you could just hear. Oh my god. You could the hear. The song is a fucking killer. You could hear all the pussies in the audience just going sploosh, <laughs> oh, man, sploosh, skadoosh, yeah. skadoosh. No, you know, 
I'm a little older than you guys. Not not that yeah. <laughs> not that much older, but like he didn't look like Triple H to me. You know who he looked like? Who? Brutus Brutus the Barber Beast. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's that's who he reminded me of. So oh, when, man. when I actually started watching wrestling in the like, like mid to late nineties, it was like when it was the attitude area era, right? It was like sure. I started with Bill Goldberg and you know, beating nine billion me people in a row. And then I transitioned over to, you know, to WWE and it was like Triple H, Stone Cold. Mankind was mm-hmm. always my favorite because I I got a tr- I got a hold of the uh the insane clown posse got a hold of uh, somehow got the rights to do like do uh like commentary over a, a man it was a cactus jack versus a terry funk match from like deathmatch in jap from japan and just those two making jokes for the entire match and just like while these two are like you know putting the, each other through barbed wire and like all the crazy shit that that you know mick foley did and you go man you gotta respect these motherfuckers and to this day you're just like these people still do this shit and they're just like, I was watching a deathmatch tournament yesterday and I'm like, you guys aren't making any money. You're you're making money, but you're not making like, a lot of these guys have like full-time jobs and then they go like put each other through like thumbtacks and, and glass panes and shit on the weekend. Like, man, it is not a, it's not a <laughs> fuck around, man. Which makes me think of uh, when, when Shawn Michaels and uh, him throwing his partner through the, the window that got him, made Shawn Michaels real famous back in the day, right? Um, mm-hmm. I have to say, man, that song is a banger, but the that the music in this movie is fucking awesome for the time, Everything, right? Yeah. It yeah. was fucking haunting, yeah. especially that thou, the the Cry Little Sister yeah. song, the theme song yeah. of it. They would and the that fucking chorus of yeah. kids that were my age yeah. when I saw the movie. Yeah. And they're saying thou shalt not kill or yeah. whatever. Oh my god. It's, I that was part of the like the the whole movie had so it oozed style yeah but more so it oozed like it, it had it had an effect on me that was like the reason why I picked this movie is because almost every single person in that movie I wanted to be them oh yeah I wanted to be Michael yes, yeah I wanted to be David yep. I wanted to be you know like the sax guy yeah. you know I wanted to be yeah. like all those guys, man, like they were so fucking cool. Yeah. And they were and and the thing with that is that a lot of things like a lot of other movies like Fall Short is you don't get the sense that they're taking it seriously. Yeah. In this movie, like every single person in that fucking movie is taking it seriously. Yeah. Dude. They're they like Oh my God! Kiefer Sutherland the entire time is just like the bit. He's the coolest motherfucker for the entire film, and he doesn't even have that many lines. Like he, he has more lines than the other vampires he's with, but like he's just cool as fuck the entire time. And dude, all the like, all those guys. Alex, Alex, uh, Winner is is the the not the other three are like really good looking dudes Alex Winters is a little goofy looking I mean he does a good job in the role and fits along with him he is a little goblin yeah he's like there's a there's a reason why they go we'll get the little one first right like and when they go after yeah. him first um, come first <laughs> was that little vampire humor <laughs> the well, I still think though my favorite character is grandpa but we'll get to him later but um the, the Kiefer's entire presence, like, so my first, I don't even think I saw this movie until after I'd watched, like, like, 24, like, when I was in, like, 
you know, high school. I, oh, really? Yeah, it'd been a while, yeah. So, dude, I... I saw there's a bunch of movies. I didn't yeah. see Texas Chainsaw Massacre Judge. until like three or four Judge. years ago. <laughs> well, dude, like I can't imagine like like that like 24 being your first taste, taste of Kiefer. Yeah, well, he's pretty good in almost everything oh, yeah. he's ever done. Like, oh. don't get me wrong, Kiefer's great, but like Kiefer in the 80s, dude. Yeah, like Stand by Me, totally. Lost Boys, fucking Flatliners. Yeah. Oh my God, he was the fucking king of cool. Val yeah. Kilmer sucked his balls, man. <laughs> He was so cool. Val Kilmer, who, man, I mean, then we he got bat nipples. I mean, that was <laughs> just, I want to, I, I still want to see that documentary about him, which is supposed to be really, really good about like him overcoming throat cancer and just like how he, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be really, did you, really oh, wait, good. Did you see uh, Top Gun and him in that? No, we didn't did get to see Top Gun yet? yet. We're going to, uh, we're going to probably go try to see it next weekend. Uh, yeah. Zeke had a meeting and we couldn't go see it because like. It, it it was a bad series of events, anyways. Like you got your eye strained the other, like on Friday, and then me and Katie both thought each other had bought tickets, and it was like it was it was yep. a series of uh, events. Speaking of that, like, Katie asked me to ask you that. Yeah, we <laughs> we'll, we'll get no, we'll get them. I'll, <laughs> and I'll if you haven't, she will do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her. Um, I, it's amazing though how like every you, there's nothing in this movie that feels like. My biggest problem with the movie isn't even a big problem. It's a little problem. The, how the vampires attack them at the, in the last scene is the goofiest part of the whole movie. They but go it has all... my favorite scene, though. Like, I, I know. I did the Death poster of my yeah. favorite scene. Death by Stereo was Death like my, my favorite band growing up. And then uh, a few of my bands got to play with Death by Stereo. So I got like – that was like my first tattoo was the Death by Stereo like yeah. logo on my arm. So seeing this – being able to do the poster and do it like death by stereo fuck i just I, that, that, that poster's hot shit too by the way yeah thanks bud i i i don't it's not even it, i just think if they would have gone in at the same time they would have fucked the family up that's like i'm like why do you go in one at a time <laughs> yeah, but that's like, and like that's one of those 80s tropes started. though it's like one at yeah. a time in action movies as well right yeah, so. i was just gonna say bruce yeah. leak would have been fucked up so many times <laughs> if they didn't come at him one at a time man yeah. like, you gotta yeah it was like the rule in the 80s also, exactly i have a feeling that this movie had something to do with my chemical romance like turning into like my my the black parade and everything like that with the little the little kid running around vampire kid running around with his uh band suit or civil war costume whatever the fuck he was wearing yeah uh which i i love that kid i him like everyone in this film is just like they just do exactly what they needed to do joel joel just like he knew what he wanted man he's like i'm gonna do this film the way i want it and like every like the you know what my one of my favorite parts of the film that actually is like i never thought about until rewatching it this is one of the first vampire movies that justifies vampires sleeping in coffins, right? Because of the like floating when Michael wakes up and he's like, you know, hitting the ceiling and all that shit. Yeah. Like you go, why do vampires need to sleep in like in coffins? And you compare it to like like Bram Stoker's Dracula, where they it's the dirt like earth and yeah, dirt. The home, home <laughs> yeah. Dirt, yeah. But in this it's like, no, it's because these motherfuckers are gonna like float away like goddamn like ghosts <laughs> they don't have the like you know like is that what you got from that yeah. I, I i honestly i didn't take that like i know they can't be in the sun and i know they have to sleep during the day and stuff but like the the whole gang of vampires sleeps in a cave together like yeah. hanging from the ceiling yeah. right on their, that's like, why, toes, um, like i just got like michael like he's he's not a true vampire yet that was the whole like premise of the story is that 
Yeah. He gets bit. He drinks uh, uh, David's blood, the, the other vampire's blood, but he's not a true vampire until he makes his first yeah. kill. But right. So he he's not a true vampire, so he can't control his powers yet. Yeah. And that's why he's like all fucking floating away and shit. Because he's not, like, all the way there yet, you know? Yeah. Well, even then, though, with the other ones, like, f- hanging from the ceiling, right? They're, like, they're still, like, f- floating in the air, right? Like, because you're hanging upside down unless, I don't know. Dude, look at their feet, man. Yeah, they're, they got, they're like, gripped. They got, like, fucking yeah. bad feet. Yeah. He's like they're a teenager with a shit. fucking boner, man. He can't control it. Right. I mean, those goddamn uncontrollable When he's When boners. he's floating outside the fucking window on the phone, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, mom, no, don't listen to him, mom. And he's like, Sammy, Sammy, let me in. I, every scene that Grandpa's in this movie, though, is is my favorite. And, and he's got the best line in the movie, which is the last line in the movie, right? Where he's like, yeah. yep. the only, the one thing I could never stand about Santa Carla is all the, uh, what was it? All the, all the vampires or whatever the line is. And one thing know, about living in Santa Clara, I never could yeah. stomach all the damn vampires. <laughs> He's so good with it. He's so good. Every scene with that man is fucking amazing. Don't touch my shit. It's, don't touch my <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. The second, the second, the second shelf is mine. It's where I keep my root beers and my double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> yeah. His, um, yeah. And just his, his, his uh, uh, um, the fact that you get to know at the very end of the movie that grandpa knew the entire time what the fuck was going on. Yeah. That he just knew it was like he knew there were vampires and he knew all about it shit and it's just like and the this the movie ends and I just like I'm old old enough to appreciate yeah how awesome that is to drop that bomb and then the fridge light closes you know the door closes and all of the they're just standing yep. there staring at him with like soot on their face and shit like that and it just that uh, end of movie yep. it's just like fuck that's a yeah that's a beautiful end it's a mic drop man it's just like a here you go. This is like how Grandpa totally. is, like I, I I gotta say though I was a little disappointed when you f- like that other twist. They find out the head vampire yeah, is yeah. The, is Max from the movie the like story like he the the movie rental guy. You find out he's the head vampire after they kill David and no one changes. Yep. And then he's like you know he grabs Diane Weiss and he's like I still want you. Yeah. I haven't changed my mind about that. <laughs> that tongue. You know that, that tongue, kind of shit. Yeah. They, no fight. Yeah. With the head vampire, yeah. man. I was like, oh, God, that's right. There's no fucking fight. The end Grandpa busts yeah. through, stabs him, like, like by chance with a stake like, that was on the Jeep and shit. But, like, honestly, I there. Where, where's the fight? Yeah. Come on, just let, him, let him beat the shit out of Michael for just a little yeah. bit. A little bit. Well, there's none of that. And that's kind of what I was saying with that one. It's the, a short the vampires film, coming right? In, like, yeah, one at a time. That, it would have been, yeah. It would have yeah. been 98-minute runtime. Yeah. Yeah. They they do all that where the first guy gets nuked by uh, Nanook. Like, the dog knocks him in the bathtub, and he just yeah. wipes out. And then, like, the the one he shoots with a bow and arrow, not once, but twice. And he then, misses the first time. Yeah. Well, he gets him, he misses the heart. Oh, and don't forget the yeah. line. Yeah. The death you by stereo. sucker. <laughs> Only yeah, once, is- pal. <laughs> He, and then he stands there and he goes, okay, he just lets him shoot him. And he's like, because like death fighting. by stereo. That's all that fucking matters, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I know one death by stereo song, by the way, but um, I'm sorry, no. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, but listen, dude. Like, if I looked at Corey Haim and the way he fired that first arrow, I ain't going to be <laughs> fucking scared about the second one at all. Also, he, like, dude. <laughs> Okay, listen. Have you ever fired a bow and arrow? Yeah, like, it's been like a long an time. Actual, like, it's been a long time, but yeah. Yeah, it's... and then you get the fucking 
cuts on dude oh, yeah the fletching yeah yeah first time i fired one god the fucking air fletching right in my, just embedded an inch in my skin uh, like firing an arrow accurately yeah. is fucking hard as yeah. shit dude and what we never see him practice there was no montage <laughs> of cory him getting good with a fucking bow and arrow because I, I guarantee you it's gonna take at least a month of practice <laughs> yep. to get like to break the skin with it yeah let alone hit your mark and also, nail him to the fucking what? Also, I don't Did know. They fire from a bazooka <laughs> or some shit. Just fucking like. <laughs> no, like, vampires are made out of uh, Swiss cheese. That's what apparently we've learned from this. Jesus he Christ, he also hit him in the center of the chest, like, which, if you know, is not where the heart is. Which is it, these are all little silly things. It's it's not even things that you're like it, they don't ruin the movie. It's you're just so like oh, he can explode, man. Come on, there's sparks. <laughs> he did explode. Everyone. No, I mean, listen, I was just justifying why the dude didn't give a shit yeah. about, like, <laughs> it was just walking over to the guy because <laughs> that part. But, like, as far as the vampires exploding and whatnot, like, that's a, uh, obviously yeah. that's going to happen. Like, oh, that's we don't need to, like, justify that at all because oh, that's no. how vampires die. Exactly. They well, explode with what looks like sort of blood, but more like sewer water. They all ex- like blood. It's, it's like blood it's and they're sewer punk water rock. mix. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They all die it's different just, like, ways, though, sludge. right? They all die different ways. Like when uh, Alex Winter, uh, he like turns into liquid, like sewage looking stuff. The vamp. He's, yeah, he starts yeah, shaking yeah, and like yeah. he's spraying all of them with yeah. that sewer water, yeah. like blood or whatever. And then uh, the uh, the first guy just, he, he has the most metal death out of all of them because he like turns the movie into the poltergeist where he like possesses the pipes and <laughs> says like all Apparently, the. Yeah, yeah, that's that was a weird yeah. one. Like. And then just like all the pipes start bursting yeah. and like shaking and shit. It's like, wait, what? That's what what year did Poltergeist come out? Poltergeist was before this, right? I think. Yeah, Poltergeist yeah, was like eighty four, I yeah, wanna say eighty five. I think so. And you're just like, okay, that was the most poltergeist like kill of all time. And then fucking keep eighty two, man. Yeah. It's way older than that. Eighty two. That's that's another one that we just oh yeah, that's why, because we just hit the fortieth anniversary of that yesterday or a couple of days ago of that releasing and i don't know if you know about that people to this day june still, 4th 1982 yeah yep Whoa. people to this day say that like oh it wasn't toby hooper that directed that it was steven spielberg and people are like what are you talking about it, because they say that about a whole bunch of movies yeah well the whole thing with that was steven spielberg was like the executive the producer movies. and he wanted to direct it and he couldn't oh i'm talking about poltergeist not not uh well, yeah, that too. It was yeah. written by Toby Hooper and yeah. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And that, to, disrespecting Toby Hooper. Or written man. by Steven yeah. Spielberg, Mark Grace, and Mark Victor. Yeah, and Hooper just directed it, but he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that movie was fantastic as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of those movies that you're just, and one of the, my favorite pieces of fucking uh, uh, cinema uh, like trivia is the that they used real skeletons in that pool scene because it was cheaper to to buy real skeletons than it they was did? Wow. yeah so the actors didn't even fucking know they didn't know that they were getting into the fucking the the mom didn't know she was getting into the fucking uh the pool with a bunch of fucking skeletons that are wow. you're just like man now if you pulled that shit now someone would get their ass sued into a fucking oblivion right that would be it would be real <laughs> hey, bad <man. laughs> Caroline, don't go in the light, Caroline. This house is clean. Now I just miss my dude. That was such a great casting, like of that. And didn't 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 like the little girl that like 
after the third one, they made three, and she, or during the third one, I think she had already yeah. shot all her stuff. She had a obstruction of her like of her balls or something like that, and it killed her. And you're just like bowels, bowels. <laughs> yeah, you, I heard balls. I <laughs> fucking heard, I heard balls. I, I was like, wait a minute, is there more to this story? No, no, I I, I meant bowels and yeah, balls, but. <laughs> God, that's a rhino, Josh. Not, uh... No, that's the murder moose, okay? Just take it. <laughs> it's not a murder moose. Though. Oh, man. I, you know what's funny, oh. though? Be, be, I was, go ahead. Go ahead, Zeke. I was just going to say, getting back to getting back to Lost Boys, uh, Tim, Tim Capello. That's the name of the sax guy. Yeah. Just want to give credit where credit's due. Like, Sexy sax he man. Made, dude, he made a fucking like, career like out of just being Sexy Sax Guy. And, you know, Lost Boys where a lot of people remember him. He also, like, did a lot of shit with Tina Turner. Oh, did okay. he? Yep. Yeah. That yeah, song's yeah. He a... toured with Tina Turner in the 80s and 90s. Was that his song then? The... Uh, You know, let's see. I'm not sure because that was one of those things I never knew. Also, while you look at that, one of my other things, before you figure out that Marilyn Manson was a piece of shit, he covered he covered the, the track from this music, the, 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 the Cry Little Children's song. If you've never heard it, that song's a bank. Manson's cover of it was really good too. So, yeah. So there's a lot with that. That that song was. Uh, it uh, it's by Jeremy Camp, I think. Okay. If I if I looked up the right one, it makes sense. I don't know why it makes sense, but it makes sense. <laughs> why can't they make yeah. good fucking vampire movies anymore? I don't understand that. No, nope. like, no, nope. nope. last... that's a that's a religious song. Fuck it. Oh nope. no, no. What was the last good vampire movie like that was made in the last like fucking ten years? Like I, Corduroy I, Vampire. I mean, that wasn't the court. <laughs> Me and you like, like that. Other most... than like Let the Right One In, I haven't seen. But that I don't even think was in the last ten years. Was I it? think I think the good vampire shit is comedy now, man. Yeah. It's it's uh, what we do in the shadows, dude. Yeah. That shit is fucking right, bomb. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I think the last big good vampire movie was Thirty Days it of Night is by Tim Capella. Yes, okay. actually, you're right. Thirty Days a Night was pretty fucking good. It was a it, an interesting take on the uh, vampires, and it was something that was different for sure, right? It was like it made them more zombie like, right? They were like more feral than most vampires are. the The underworld movies were okay; they were entertaining, but they weren't like the best movies. You know, Kate right? Beckinsale is fucking hot, and she can yeah. hold a gun. Yeah, but those movies were meh. Yeah, they don't, dude. They don't make good. They don't make good werewolf movies either. I mean, they don't make well, it. Thirty Days of Night. Yeah, yeah. The, that was the like one where Josh they Josh Hartman. Okay. So yeah, they live in a town in Alaska where they they lose the sun for thirty days. <laughs> yeah, and then right. No, I'm just wondering if yeah. that if you guys would would say that that is like because that's not ten years. I think that's older than ten years ago. I don't know, man. We're getting old. He starts being one of those things. Days of night. Twenty seven. Two thousand seven. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's fifteen was fucking right. years old, homie. <laughs> that's like comedy, fucking shit too. So I mean, comedy freaks and night. There's, I mean, yeah, it's, I, it, man, it does. Like what? I don't know about the last good vampire movie. Then, like, real good one. I liked, I liked. Uh, my heart can't beat unless you tell it to. But that movie is not going to be a lot of. A lot of people aren't going to like that, Josh. I don't like corduroy pants that much, man. <laughs> We we talked I'm, about. I it. just went to a site that said best vampire movies. I just said best vampire movies the last ten years, and Doctor Sleep is on there. Yeah, they call them psychic vampire. They're psychic vampires. They're like they're like Colin Robinson. That. They're shiny eyes, man. Yeah. Creepies. 
tell you what, if if they made a movie with uh, Colin Robinson in it, I'd go see that. Dude, he's my favorite, <laughs> if not, like, he's up there with Ron Swanson, with my favorite television characters of all time. Like, that's how much I love Colin Robinson. Yeah. He's such a cool character. Yeah, it's, they don't do very much anymore with him, right? Like, it's... Dark like, Shadows, I guess? Like, ugh. Yeah, was, that, I never like, even saw that one. I heard not good things. Not to mention Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know what? I, I did watch that, Night Teeth, that new one that just came out like last year or whatever on Netflix. Like it was entertaining, but it's not fucking good. Like there was a de- there was a good one that uh, that uh, Shutter put out, but I can't think of the name of it. There on the this number two on this list is uh, I've never heard of it, but it has Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton called Only oh, Lovers right. Left Alive. Yeah, I've heard is of that, that one. Vampire movie? I, yeah, it is. I haven't seen it though. It's one of those movies okay. that like super indie. And Tom, I mean, look oh at, really? Okay. Yeah, it's two of the. That's one of those. The cast of that, like alone, those two are such good actors. Both of them, like mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton's done a lot of movies that are real, like real good, <laughs> but like don't get a lot of uh, credit. Like she did that movie with uh, with with Ezra Miller called. We need to talk about Kevin. Like, with, oh fuck, oh, yeah. that's such a good movie. Yeah, talk about a I've, fucking bow and arrow, man. Yeah, <laughs> I've not, I've never seen it. I, I just know about it because it's it got an, a lot of notoriety, like notoriety for just being about you know the subject is about and being in America, right? So, um, dude, that's uh, a yeah, good watch. It's funny too because I hadn't seen this movie in all, like I watched it again a couple years ago, but like my wife and I watched Gilmore Girls two or three years ago and Edward Herman as the head vampire after seeing him in uh Gilmore girls as uh as like the, the father is, is pretty funny. If you've ever seen Gilmore <laughs> girls, I also his, the one thing with him was his makeup looked way worse than everyone else's. And I don't know why, why did he look hokier than the other vampires at the end of that film? Cause he doesn't transition to like that last scene. Right. And it was almost like a com- comedy bit when he was a vampire. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, his his tongue sticking out like that is a little yeah. like you're like, you for know. me, the one that was jarring was uh, Jamie. Like, I, I grew up loving Twister and yeah. she was the like Karen, like new wife character in Twister. And like, yeah, I just wasn't well, she also star in Lost Boys. Yeah, she was in Lost Boys. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like that's what yeah, was star. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So like I I saw Lost Boys first, but then I loved Earth. Twister for a long, long time, and then went back and watched Lost Boys and was like, wait a second, and like, yeah, oh, no, now I can't see her as anyone but the girl from Twister for some reason. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, that sucks when when uh, a role you love gets tainted by a movie like, and, and not like a bad movie, but like no, just like you can't separate them. A little yes. bit, like that's why that we were talking about Val Kilmer, or not Val Kilmer, we we're talking about Kiefer Sutherland, and that's why, like, I was so happy that I saw him as as David, and I saw him as Ace and Stand yeah. by Me, like no Ace, just you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man, powerhouse. Like, and th- then I watched Twenty Four, and I've watched other shit, and I'm like, he's still he's still David to me, yeah. baby. Well, dude, he's still David. He's still a star. He is so good star. in that. I mean, he does. I was watching a. Uh, they had a special feature, and they were talking about it was like a. 25 minute like making of or something like that's was on like i bought it on itunes for like nine bucks or ten bucks you know and they're like yeah he's got like less lines than every other like major character in the film but he just he just has that presence the entire time you're like this motherfucker is so incredibly cool 
the entire time you're like damn i want to be i want to be this this dude like even if he is the the vampire that's like you're talking about you know like i want to be them and i want to be that and he's so like to the that's expense. why punk rock was cool though and they fucking they made it really cool yeah in this yeah. movie i was unhappy like when they died because they were like i understand why they had to die and why you why they wanted michael yeah. back and shit but like if i was michael i'd be like Sam, your brother's a vampire now. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay? I, I'm going I'm to kill people. I will leave you out of it, but I'm a vampire Yeah, Dude. now, okay? Because look at these guys. <laughs> They're fucking cool. And guess what? They'll stay cool because they won't age. Yeah, they, They're vampires. That's the thing and with we're vampires. in a band now. <laughs> yeah, a vampire band. <laughs> what is oh, by the way, they say I can fucking fly. I can fucking fly. You know how many vampires can fly? No other movies. <laughs> Almost no other movies can a vampire fly except this one. That's yeah. You think of things like Dracula, right? Like flying and turning into bats and mist bats, and shit yeah. like that. But like, yeah, normal. There aren't a whole lot of vampire movies where they like fly, fly around and yeah. They that's how they like unveil them for the first like half of the movie, right? It's like those overhead shots where you don't see yes. anything and you just so awesome. first person shit. Yeah, first first death that fat security guard that yeah. gets him off the carousel. Yeah, that he yep. made a bad mistake fucking with uh those kids and it is also i always looking at those uh the other vampires that don't talk as much those motherfuckers had some perms man their hair was so 80s with the, the perms <laughs> yeah. and everything and it's just like dude like they served like aquanet alongside <laughs> on the craft service table like anybody could just grab it and you know make get their shit wet again you know uh, it was it's <laughs> Man, their hair, the the outfits. I mean, Corey, Corey, uh, Sam's outfits in the whole movie. They were try, like making him trying to look kind of weird, but like he's got everything in the like pattern wise he's wearing in that movie is just like so eighties, so eighties. Yeah, he's got that he's got long, the, the big shirts, yeah, and, like the you know the loud like neonish colors and stuff like that. Yeah, and like I was like, is this dude like? Because I know like Santa Clara's not a real place, but it's supposed. to I'm guessing like upper. Like upper, like West Coast, like yeah, because of the trees and shit. Like I, I want to say, like Oregon, Seattle-ish kind of a thing. They're in California, so but it's yeah, okay. So they're in like California, a, okay, yeah. Like Northern Cali, or I don't know where they're at, but like the Santa Clara's not a real place. But he comes from, he's like fucking Phoenix. Yeah, like, he comes from Phoenix, yeah. Arizona. Like you know, that's a fashion mecca. Yeah, where, you know, like I... shit, like. Becomes the style. Well, the Phoenix, you've heard the Phoenix style, right? Yeah. Well, his brother is like kind of like a looks way more like the average person walking down the boardwalk, like at the, at the beginning of the film, right? Like he's got like that. He's just got he's got jeans that fit and a gray shirt. Like yeah. I even noticed that. I was like in contrast when they're standing him and his brother standing next next side by side. He's wearing just like Levi's, like yeah. fitted Levi's, straight leg Levi's yeah. belt gray shirt tucked in yeah and and the reason why i was paying attention to that because i was like i was looking at i was watching the uh, uh stranger things yeah you know the new episode of yep. stranger things to see like they would people that dress like that like dress like that like like people who dress like goth in the 90s yep. and stuff like that and not everybody dressed like that yep. right most people dress like jeans and a shirt yeah you know yeah like it's never gonna <laughs> go out of style and it was always yeah. in style so I I just watched yesterday Eleven on uh, uh, the Wing Show uh, First We Feast and she was talking about how it sounded like everyone in the mall scenes especially are wearing eighties clothes that like with that 
they somehow had that like still had tags on them and shit like that that were from the 80s and it's just like man they uh they went hardcore with like that stuff and it's just like they did i mean that mall is in that show we talked about uh that whole season last week and how like perfect that season is and how they nailed everything but that mall man is that that third season was so much happening in that mall right but like oh, yeah. they did such a good job with that and it was like i guess uh 11 they had her as a producer this last season so she oh, was really? doing uh-huh. yeah she was doing a lot of the stuff with the the contributing to the bullying stuff and i didn't know she was british until that also she's <laughs> really british if you didn't know yeah so wow I thought I just assumed she was an American doing a, a British accent in that uh, that Anola Holmes movie that was on Netflix that my wife <laughs> loves and I've never seen, but no, she's really British. So, yeah, Millie Bobby um, Brown, which is such a that sounds like you're from like Georgia or something like that. Yeah. That name is like it sounds so southern, but yeah. So, um, I well, I was gonna mention like uh, getting back to Lost Boys. Um, you were talking about the 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 uh, minion vampires, yeah. you know, the off vampires, you know, the the not Davids. Yeah, and um, like they didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of lines. Nope. Some I don't even know if like they had more than one or two. Yeah, but like they're in the background playing the, the piano in the band, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. But like in the scene where they're where they they jump through the train tracks and like convince Michael that they all jumped, you know. And she's like that, and then they end up hanging on. But like that dude, the the one dude, he's like, all right. And he, I, I can't remember what he says. He says something cool, and then he goes, and he just falls. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that's how you act with no lines. That's great. Good yep. job. Yep. Like I love that shit. Like I was cool. Like no, there was not a not cool one in the bunch. They all, you know, the yeah. worst, the worst fucking character in that movie was Corey Haim. Yep. Like was well, they, it was Sam one like of those the Frog Brothers was uh, awesome. Bill from Bill and Ted so like he yeah he he was like quintessential eighties like early nineties shit too right so yeah to be oh, in yeah. this and like just the amount of people that came from this movie and went on to just like fucking kill it is yeah it's something to be said about the cast and just being in this movie in general yeah it was yeah, it made a lot of people i mean it, the two Corys working together it was started the, the all those films they put together and i i still go i looked at it and imdb is like yeah cory Haim died of uh pneumonia and then you really look into it and it's like yeah this man had a lot he was like addicted to painkillers and like oh yeah he had a rough yeah, life he was like both of them did yeah. like both of them like child stars they mm-hmm. yeah they were the poster children they were like them, the, them two and Willis from fucking different strokes. Yeah, had had a hard fucking existence after their shows yeah. and, and movies were done. Well, yeah, it's you think about it like you look at like because of what I mean. Corey Feldman has always been odd since then, right? And like he's never been like he hasn't been a huge star in a long time, but like he's still going and he's still like survived, right? And like all the ones that got taken out by like you know like, you you talk about like River Phoenix and all these other kid stars that just like got destroyed by it and you go fuck man it is I, you have to think about it though like if you're willing to like go take your kid to hollywood at like 10 12 or younger it, there's kind of like it seems like a warning sign to me because it's like it seems like if you want your kid to grow up you know completely normal that's probably not the best thing i mean what you would aim for for them right like you're not gonna go oh well, yeah. there was no there's no template like there is now like yeah. there's no like 
you know, the, no one was uh, uh, doing like emancipations from their parents and shit. Yeah. Like that wasn't like a thing. Like yeah. these were kids. Like like Drew Barrymore was another example. Yeah. Like that she pulled through. Yeah, but she had she was like doing drugs at twelve and thirteen years old, like hard hard drugs yeah. and shit. Because it was just like, oh, she's with she's with adults. She'll be fine. Yeah. And, well, you and know, aliens, like there's dude, no like you know? e. no child advocates and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> speaking of getting the finger, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going somewhere else though. It's gonna go somewhere, but it's an... ouch. <laughs> and he did it in the perfect E. T. voice. Ouch. E. T. Go ouch. No, um, <laughs> I, I think of like it, well you today and we talk about Stranger Things again like it's like those kids ha- get watched way more hardcore like none of no one from like Harry Potter turned out to be a, I mean one of the one of the Slytherin kids got fired from having weed and kind kind of being a rebel but like oh no that's like one of those things where it's like it seems like that stuff is way more regulated these days right and so yeah um, it's, well they they I mean legal all over Canada. <laughs> it's uh no like being a child star now like it took the horror stories for people to go like yeah oh shit yeah like kids who are making lots of money and are not being supervised by parents you know yeah. and shit like that like or the things that's bad parents just uh, steal weird. like half yeah. or all of their money and don't leave anything for them and they're the yeah yeah yeah. I mean, yeah. look at we we just saw the Britney Spears thing wrap up, right? And like yeah. all the things that went on with her, and she was another one. Like she was a a Disney kid, right? She was on all the Disney shows and shit, and like turned yeah, into she was a Mouseketeer, her yeah. and Christina Aguilera, and, and Justin, Justin yeah, yeah, and Justin Justin's turned out pretty good, but yeah, I think <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Justin to be like personally. I mean, I don't know. Um, I heard he just like sold his whole catalog for like a hundred million dollars or something. Like the rights to his money. stuff, yeah. Isn't that? Wow. Didn't Mike? I mean, Michael uh, Jackson sold a bunch of his like catalog while he was still kicking, didn't he? And then was like, it was a lot of money. I think it was like, I don't even. He remember. bought the Beatles catalog. He did that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Him and him and Paul McCartney were buddies. Now they weren't anymore. After that. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh man, I, I feel like. I'm kind of surprised to this day that this movie hasn't been remade, um, especially with all the remakes coming out of these 80s movies. Um, we talked about things like, I mean, the remake of Jason, uh, Friday the 13th and, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and how badly that went. Them going off and, like, they made the two direct-to-DVD sequels with the Frog Brothers in, like, in the last 10 years. I don't know if you guys know about that, that are supposed to be real bad. Like, oh, real yeah. Bad. Yeah. I've Wait a minute. Like, the actual, like, the. Yeah. Oh, wow. They had Corey and the and, and his brother fr- from the movie in them. Um, uh, the only tie in. Yeah. Yeah. Edgar. Oh, oh uh, his name is Jameson Newlander. Yep. Alan Frog. Yep. Which, if you, I saw him in that, the making of trailer thing or the making of documentary that was on the, the, the thing, the special features, and he looks like an accountant from like, like that went to NYU. He doesn't, no, <laughs> yes. really? Wow. Yeah, okay. he does not look like a, he doesn't look like a movie guy. I mean, you even see him on IMDb, he just looks like more like a normal guy. And it's, uh, wow. it's funny because he has, like, he has so much like less input. Uh, compared to his brother, right? It's like 
it is all Corey and like Edgar's like has all the lines. And I don't know if you guys heard about it. This, he, he talked about how, uh, when he's like applied for the role, they're like, you're doing good, but we need you to turn it up. And they gave him a bunch of John claude Van Damme movies and shit like that. And like the bunch of action movies from the mid eighties and like, go watch this. And we want like, we want you to be like Rambo and shit like that. And that's why he's doing that. He is, it makes me laugh the whole time. Cause he sounds like he's been smoking for 35 years, <laughs> like two packs a day. And he's like 16, you know, you're like, how's your voice that deep, man? Come on. Is cause they wanted him to be like rough and you know, hardcore and he, he he nails it man I, I it's weird he 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 reminds me of fucking daniel larusso like looking at him yeah it's like yeah he looks like the karate kid a little bit <laughs> oh man i still have never watched uh cobra kai and i keep hearing how good it is but well but, and you say like like he's supposed to be like rambo and like cory haim is the one who or cory feldman is the one who had like he had the head, headband. Yeah, that's what he had right. the fucking yeah. camo shit. Like, that, that's the one they, they like told Rambo. him. To, yeah, yeah, that's that's who I meant. I meant Corey Foreman, if I wasn't clear. Yeah, they they told oh, him. Okay. They told yeah, him. He's to, just talking like, about balls again. Yeah. God damn it! I was not <laughs> oh, talking about okay, okay, balls. Okay, okay. I was talking about. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it, Josh! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this it it just really is one of those vampire movies. I would like they. I hope they start making vampire movies again, but like they don't make a lot of these. They don't make werewolf movies anymore. They don't make vampire movies anymore. Yeah, but look so, at what fucking happened when Universal's like, "Hey, let's attach the whole dark universe to fucking Tom Cruise and the Mummy and force it down people's throats." That will go really well. Uh, no, it yeah. didn't. And I don't know. Like, is there an audience for like studio horror? I know, like James Wan is like one of the only fucking filmmakers uh, that's allowed to make like studio yeah. studio horror anymore and uh that and the the halloween maybe the scream, guys. scream team the halloween, halloween and team. scream yeah but those are Have big seen- franchises like to to find a, a new vessel there isn't like a huge vampire franchise that could live on like those ones do yeah. slashers are, are something a little different and whereas like that's why i i think this movie stands out above the rest because it it does have that like whimsical feeling kind of like the Goonies where yeah. it, it will stand the test of time and, and be something really fun to watch as yeah. well as it, it does all the, the vampire tropes so fucking well. So I don't know. This one's just, it's a special movie. Yeah. By the way, the, the mummy with Tom Cruise is one. Of, <laughs> I hate that movie with every ounce of my being. It is it was bad for two thirds of the movie. I say this all the time, but they, it was too bad two thirds of the movie. But the, when they try to introduce the dark universe mm-hmm. shit at the end of it, it it got it's so to forced be one of the throat. yeah, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. You're just sitting going, "This movie was bad, but it was fun," and you guys just shit all over it, <laughs> and it's just like. Man, how do you ruin something like that? And it was bad the first, but like Tom Cruise has charisma. All five foot six of him, or however little that man is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I the, they have the Nicolas Cage, uh, him playing uh, Dracula coming out right. Like they're oh, shooting that right. right now, so we'll see how that Ugh. goes. Are you a Nicolas Cage it's, fan, there, Zeke? <laughs> I can't. I I can't in good conscience say yes, but like. Man, he's he's one of those characters that like uh he'll make 10 movies and one of them will be fucking magic. Yeah. He'll oh, be yeah. so goddamn good. But the other 9 will just be like varying degrees of cage. <laughs> like are we cage on a 3? Whoa, whoa, betide you if yeah. you're cage on a 9. If you catch some of that 
<laughs> fucking cagey business. Like, holy fuck. But, like, you get shit like leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Fucking gold. Got him an Oscar. Deservedly so. Yeah. That shit was heartbreaking and wonderful. You get shit like raising Arizona. Yeah. He was fucking bonkers good yeah. in that movie. Dude. But then, like, and, like, I mean, and then there's, like, yeah, palatable shit like Con Air, but face off the shit where they let him be cage <laughs> yeah i can't i can't do it i'm out have you seen have you mandy seen, it's not yeah it's have you seen much. mandy mandy no dude oh, so good man mandy, it's so metal he... and it's so like it, it but those are like you know when he was um fucked over on his taxes and his like accountant really like was stealing from him and not paying the bills that he said he was and all that stuff so he he had to do like the direct to DVD movies for like yeah. years and years to like pay off his debts. And every once in a while you get like a movie like that Mandy in the middle, which was like super indie. And if he wasn't in this situation, I doubt he would have even taken a second look at that. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really well shot, really cool. And really like, like Josh's metal is a perfect word. And that, and, Color Out of Space. I know Katie said she hated it, but I really liked that movie. I mean that that I was that it. one was more that one That's was more. That's a no for me, yeah. dog. I mean that understandable for that one. Um, but like even Pig, like P- Pig, how much praise he's gotten. I still haven't seen Pig. I heard me good neither. things about Pig, but I need to know the cage meter. Like, what is the cage meter for Mandy? Like, how cage is he? Uh, oh, he's full. Sev- he goes. Full I mean, on, seven, man. seven, eight. I don't know. I can't watch it. I don't know why I wrote it down. I knew it was gonna be no, too dude. much cage no, no, no. for me. But it's on purpose. It's it's the style of movie that it actually is. It's fucking crazy movie. Yeah, it's very uh it when you yeah. embrace it. Also, uh it's not the best movie ever made, but uh Willie's Wonderland is a blast. Oh, that's like, yeah, I don't know. Like that that's where he literally he's where the budget went and he just gets to fucking do whatever he wants in that one. He doesn't have a line in the whole movie, Zeke. He doesn't say yes. one word the entire movie and then it's like him fighting animatronics like Freddy's uh <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's basically. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's very Nicolas Cage. That's something, dude. Yeah, it's it's out there. Oh man. I have to say, I don't know if there's anything else we have with uh uh fucking lost boys but it is it's such a fun movie though it really is man it is well okay let me let me give you my my little like synopsis of of the reason why this movie like spoke to me at one i was young when i saw it i was pretty young when i saw it um i didn't see it in theaters because it came out in 1987 i was seven years old so didn't see it in theaters but i did see it on vhs um, from our, probably from our, our local, one of our first, uh, video rental places called rent a flick. Is what <laughs> nice. it was called. And I didn't know, I didn't know a flick was a movie. Yeah. So I, I had to ask my mom like, what's up? Why is it called rent a flick? Why isn't rent a film? It's like, cause flick is an old word for movie. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, but I rented it and watched it. I, I want to say I was, it was probably still in elementary school. So like 11 or 12 when I first saw it. And I wondered like where like it was my entire life yeah like, holy shit this i mean because i had watched all the you know the the kid-friendly movies that were sort of like goonies Monster it was a kid-friendly Squad. movie but it was it was taken seriously it was adulty yeah. like it, it like it wasn't a cartoon you yeah. know um and then i watched lost boys and i was like 
it felt like I wasn't supposed to watch that. Yeah. You know, it felt like I was doing something bad, but so super cool at the same time. Yeah. And I got to see, uh, like the coolest people, like the coolest dude, like David, the head vampire keeper Sutherland was like the coolest fucking person I've ever seen on a film up to that point. And probably one of my top five coolest yeah. movie characters of all time. Um, he wore like the fucking punk rock, like like metal outfit. He wore like the trench coat. He had the fucking dyed blonde hair. He had yeah. the earrings. He he lived yeah. in a fucking awesome, like the Lost Boys cave, like yeah. the Lost Boys tree. Yeah, they lived in that kind of a thing. That hotel is cool. And they tell shit. you like yeah. they, they tell you why they live there or how they were able to live there because it used to be a resort. Fucking earthquake sucked up the resort, a lot of the resort, and this is what was left. Yeah. So they fucking just moved in there, and they have like chandeliers, like broken chandeliers hanging in the Like that was a, a crazy awesome yeah. place to live. If I was, my eleven year old me <laughs> wanted to live in that cool place, yeah, yeah your boys you know, for and it. like have yeah, yeah, and have like privacy away from like everybody else, and like you could do what you want. I could put up whatever posters I want. I could listen to the music I like. You know, all that type of shit. Like, and, and being a gang of fucking vampires yep. who, like, have all these powers and can fly and, you know, god damn. And then the, the music, like, it just tied everything together for me yep. when you started hearing that, that, that chorus of children singing, uh, you know, Cry Little Sister and that kind of shit. It gave a religious kind of a feel to it. But I think the reason why the movie was, like, had that much power and had that much, like, um, I don't know, had that a, a lasting effect on me, is because the movie takes place in a microcosm. They don't talk about the outside world. Right. Yeah. It's Santa Clara and nothing else. Like, we came from somewhere, but we don't ever see a shot of anywhere else. Yeah. We're never outside of Santa Clara. The world, the president, nothing is going on. Yeah. Except for this vampire shit it keeps in this it the small story. town. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And, dude, that's just, like... It's so awesome. And even, like, I wanted to meet the Frog Brothers. I wanted to hang out with them, you know? Yeah. I wanted them to, like, teach me how to fucking kill vampires and stuff. Oh, man, hey. it just had so many things going for it. And That's, Star, like, yeah. she's probably gorgeous. one of my first crushes. Yeah, she's oh, gorgeous. I think that was everyone's first crush, man. Like, she... <laughs> and it was it was her and uh, Christina, Christina Ricci in, in oh, Adam's yeah. family. Oh, we yeah. Are a month, we are a month apart in age. <laughs> She is beautiful. I mean, like Star and Christina Ricci. I, I, I think what the uh, with the Frog Brothers, what's so relatable about them is they're kind of they play tough, but you get those instances of they're real kids, right? They're not like when they're like like check me out, check out my stuff, and they're like they look like the biggest dweebs when they're like messing with each other's backpacks and stuff like that. But they're also like they're that thing where you know when you're a kid and you want to be brave and you want to be like cool and you want to be all that stuff like they go into a fucking vampire nest that they know is a vampire nest and they're like yeah i'm gonna go do this and then they get scared which is even more realistic but they they have that thing where they're like yeah i'm so fucking cool i'm gonna go in and do this uh the 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 hotel is so like a uh you know when you like are kind of like pissed at your parents when you're like you know 12 13 like that time frame you're talking about you're like Man, fuck this. I'm going to run away and like the Lost Boys. I mean, it's the whole Peter Pan thing and what where the name comes from, right? It's it's that thing where you're like, 
you get to that that fantasy of escaping from all your troubles, even though you're that age and you don't realize what real <laughs> troubles are most of the time. Not that all kids don't, right? But it's all that stuff where you just like they execute so much stuff where this kid this movie is like you see this at the right time frame. It's I always talk about Alien is that movie for me where it like connected me to horror. And I remember seeing Alien and just being how like science and like space trucking and all this stuff but there's like these creatures that could do all this stuff and like you're going tan this is fucking dope and ripley is one of the coolest characters of all time right so it's like that stuff where you like it hits you at the right time frame you just go fuck i love this and it's it is has all those factors you're like you're doing a checkbox of things that fucking kids would love and this movie does all of them and it's it's funny though because like you you get those tones of when they wanted to make this movie younger, like I said, like it was more of like a not already a movie, but like Joel just came in and just made it his own and did all this really cool stuff, made unique looking vampires, made unique lore, like and you know another thing that I really liked, they don't ever really answer all the questions, right? They they like, they don't answer everything. They they have like holy water works in the movie, but they don't. It doesn't kill the captain, or they don't they they don't really answer all the things with him, right? Uh. The head vampire, like, cause they shoot. Don't they pour water on him? They like at the dinner, but I always I thought they were trying to get him with the holy water. But, yeah, they did. No, but, no. Here, here's the thing. He explained it at the end. He goes, "You invited me in, silly boy. Don't you know that does that you, means you have no powers? You have no power. So does also garlic. Garlic was didn't work. Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. Garlic didn't yeah. work. But he. uh I wonder if they he had tried to bless that water, and that's why later on they go and get the. I love that scene though, where they're like in communion yeah. or whatever. They come into the church and they just steal a bunch of start, holy water. Yeah, start filling up their water <laughs> water pistols. Yeah. yeah, that's cool too. Like when you're like a that's kid, like, like so that, you're Goonies like, type shit right there. Yeah, that's the stuff where you see that, like right. Uh, but yeah, this this movie. Probably- well, go, going back before we get too too far uh, yeah. askew here, we were talking about the Frog Brothers and uh, the fact that like. They have all this knowledge about vampires, right? Yeah. They're like, here, read this. Can think of it more as an instruction manual, yeah. right? It's Kill All Vampires, the mm-hmm. comic book, yeah. whatever. And uh, you get this idea like, oh, man, they do this all the time. Like, And the first vampire they kill, they kill him, and they, they're leaving, and they're running back to their car after they kill Alex Winter Vampire. Yeah. And uh, they say something along the lines of, like, what happened back there? It's like, he pulled a vampire head trick. He woke up and started talking. Like, <laughs> like oh, you've never done this before. That's like the clue yeah, in. Like, yeah. they act all badass. They know there's vampires, but this is the first time they've ever taken any real action against them and or killed one. Yeah. It's like the also, Stranger Things thing where he's like, I don't know. I was, uh, you know, fighting 16-year-old kids playing karate. <laughs> also, <Yeah. laughs> what is up with their parents that's what i want to know about the frog brothers because you don't go into anything like there's this comic book store that you have these two teenagers just like running by themselves it looks like every time you come into this comic book store you never get any like instance of their parents how they have how they're in charge i mean they gotta have they have to you would think but it's like the two characters are so like you don't know a lot about them right that's what you're talking about like they come across it they, what is the line? Oh, we're pretty sure there's a werewolf and a ghoul in the city council government or something like that. Yeah, and it's high like, places in government, yeah. yeah. And you go, okay, how do... Uh, it, it's almost like... It's like the summer vacation type vibe, though. Like that whole thing where 
you know, everyone's in this little place and the parents are doing their own thing and the kids are off for the summer so they can just, you know, oh, just be be home by a fucking 10 or whatever. And like everything else is completely fine. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's, it's they're definitely they're not in school. It's summertime, right? So they're working in their parents shop. Yeah. But like, you you're going to work for a living this summer. You're not just going to lay around and play video games, play your goddamn Nintendo. Yeah. You're going to go work in the comic shop. Which and kills all like Bob's Burgers, like Bob Burgers, yeah, right? exactly. Like the family thing. I was just I, damn, you were on the right page with me because I was about to say the same thing. I was like, they're they're it's like Bob's Burgers, like reincarnate. By the way, the Bob's Burgers movie is awesome. Uh, it's worth seeing for sure. It's it's a lot of fun. It was way better than the Simpsons movie, which <laughs> you know it felt like they were stretching out a twenty minute Simpsons episode. Like the Bob's Burgers movie actually felt like a movie that they you know had the full plan and it wasn't just. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely better than the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, which you don't take a ten minute Aqua Teen uh, a ten minute Aqua Teen Hunger totally. Force episode and stretch it into a full movie. I still think the best part of that movie, if you ever saw it or didn't see it, they took Mastodon, the heavy metal man, and they yeah. did a uh, you know those uh, those like the singing cartoons they play before movies, like in old theaters, especially like uh, about like buying popcorn and shit like Let's that. Let's go out to yeah, the lobby. Yeah, yeah. They took that and they made it metal and it's like, and if you talk, we're going to slit your throat. And it's just like this, these metal looking candies that have like pierced eyebrows and shit like that. And that was by <laughs> far the best thing that came out of it. I think, I think a DP one, one of his, uh, one of his, uh, movie nights played it before, like, you know, during his shorts that he plays during it. So I was like, Oh, yeah. that's cool. So that's really <laughs> the best part about that. But, yeah, it is. Uh, it checks all the boxes, right? It like it checks all that, and then that's what the '80s were, though. Like, right, the '80s were style. It's like style, 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 style. It's like having everything is like everything like yeah, hair and hairspray, all of the cocaine. I mean, <laughs> we 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 just talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. We talked about uh, Jason takes Manhattan, which has you know all the 80s you know this just like this it came out what do we say it came out in 88 josh so like the year after this and you're just like yeah damn that movie was also super 80s um and that was back when by the time they were already censoring the shit out of movies right with the violence 1989 yeah uh there's a gap because i think one year there was some like because 80 was the original and then so it's like number eight so there's like one year off between making, you know, Jason movies, right? It was like, oh yeah, okay. So yeah. <laughs> but, oh man, well, I just want to say, like, r- right now, we have this podcast has been as long as Lost Boys. It man, just hit the ninety eighth minute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice, That's perfect. We talked about. I mean, we did bullshit around a, a lot of the other stuff, but yeah, and we, it's, it's why we like doing this so much is because we get to you know bullshit with people and like each other and about all this stuff and like stuff that movies that meant a lot to us right um i uh it, when it, i one of my earliest memories is watching some va- i don't even know what vampire movie it was with my grandma up in her attic when i was like real little like i had to have been like five or six some vampire movie i don't know what it was um and then i went into like i transitioned and reading things like goosebumps and Oh yeah, Stephen King and all this. I mean, I read it at eleven, which is a, a so probably a, yeah. It's a lot of like how I am, what I am now, you know, at this point in time. Uh, but 
it I just horror gets on into you and like I feel like it I I hear all the time people are like I don't I don't get, I I was just I was hanging out on LZT stream before like you know he's like I don't want to be scared I'm like I don't know like I don't maybe it's just because I don't get scared scared but like you know I get into stuff or I get creeped out or I get whatever and I'm like I don't know man I like it's just that thing where it's like always been part of what I enjoy you know and we're so desensitized to it because that's like that's our number one go to genre to watch anyways. And yeah. I think the people that say that type of stuff, it's not whatsoever. Yeah. So when they go into it, there's this like anticipation and the anticipation is usually the worst part of anything anyway. So they're yeah. building it up to be this way bigger thing than it ever is. Then once it's over, they've had this like adrenaline rush and that's what people tend to actually like about it. You and I were watching it as like essentially critics at this point for yeah. the genre. So it, we're not. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I was scared from a fucking horror movie. It's been a long time for me. Like I remember being scared at Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity a little bit. A lot of that had to do with, like being in a theater full of people, right? Yeah. That are like ma- screaming it adds and to like, it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Last movie I got scared at was uh, uh, Event Horizon. Yeah, and that oh. like I was I was well into my teens, so it wasn't it wasn't like it just it just opened up that door in your mind that says like if the universe is infinite. Yeah. What horrors are out there? And it just like terrified me to the core to think like, holy shit, there could be like a galaxy of just hell. It's hell. Yeah. It would be hell. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, exactly. rewatch like, hell. that movie. When he says hell is just a word, that resonated with me forever. Yeah. The sound I effects mean, in that movie are fucking hilarious. Like going back and rewatching it and like the special effects, like other than. You know, all the, like, prosthetics and the hell shit all stands the test of time. But all the, like, space shit and, like, explosions in space, they just, they're terrible. And the sound effects are so, like, 90s Mortal Kombat. It's like they reuse the same sounds in Mortal Kombat, like, the year yeah. after we oh, did wow. that. Oh, wow. It's yeah. so, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. But, also, uh, that's, that's awesome. that was another one of the movies that the, the studio just destroyed it they cut like 45 minutes out of that film which is why the plot especially in the beginning is so like you you don't get all the backstory that paul anderson ws anderson had set up for them to be like you know all the images and crazy shit they're seeing later on they're like yeah this isn't like you're 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 not as clued in as he wanted you to be because because they cut so much that film that's the film that you go you hear about they they like they dropped like somehow was in a Transylvania mine or some shit like something insane like that. I don't know, man. That but studio is fucking with films. You go, fuck. I mean, did you did you watch the uh, Snyder cut of Justice League? Yeah. Uh, it just I don't get why anyone would put that much money into anything and then like fuck with the the artist's like vision right like why do you fuck with something that goes you're giving him all this money to do this and then you come in and fuck with it because you think you know better it just doesn't make any sense right it like it doesn't make any sense and that's like that snyder cut was awesome and i'm glad he got to do it i'm glad that that had more obviously had more circumstances with his daughter's death and all that stuff but like that yes. was never going to be a, a four-hour you know, Snyder cut, right? It, it was like, it just got redone by uh, good old, uh, what's his name? Who turned out to be a creep too from, uh, 
Firefly and all that shit. Uh, not Firefly. Uh, what the fuck was his name? The guy who came in from Avengers and everything. Why Joss Whedon. My mind? Yeah, Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah, it was Firefly, right? So. Oh, he be, he turned out to be a creep. Yeah, he got he got me too'd pretty hard too. Yeah. Like. Oh, well. Yeah. He, he was one another one, and he was just like, oh fuck. That's <laughs> that's one of those things. Uh, man, a million nerd hearts broke that day. Yeah. <laughs> that. But I then mean, everyone, we, yeah, everyone in Buffy was coming out saying some shit too, and yeah. Yeah, that's the what's her name? Uh, Char- not Charity. What's her name? It starts with a C. That character was like real hard on that motherfucker and all the shit he pulled during that. So yeah. Oh man. Um. But man, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, but we're good, man. We get we're good to wrap up. Um, I gotta see, piss. Thank you so much for coming to talk with us. I know you're a busy man, and it's your half of your day off. So coming in and bullshitting with us for a couple hours is greatly appreciated. So, um, hell yeah, well, man, buddy. my pleasure. Um, you want to tell everyone where they could find you? I mean, you're. I, I bet everyone who listens this knows who you are already. But like, uh, you want to just shout your shit out real quick? You betcha. Uh, you can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III right there. Yep. Uh, on uh, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, if you want to check out my shit. That's where to find me. Yeah, his, um, his Twitch stream video is games. amazing. Yeah, he does. He and he's a funny motherfucker. One of my favorite people. <laughs> he is community's awesome. He's he's just a wonderful dude. So check him out. Uh, all his shit is funny. Um, we are murdermoose.com, murdermoose pod uh, uh, on Twitter, and uh, give us a review. Our YouTube videos are obviously going now. Uh, so check those out. And uh, Josh, you are Josh WRB everywhere. JoshWRB.com. Uh, Just WRB on Twitch where he does his posters and does all the cool shit. Um, and you can see all those posters on JoshWRB.com. I'm Rod underscore Johnson on Twitter, Twitch, everywhere. You can find me and I uh, do shit. I don't know. I stream. I do other <laughs> things when I'm not working. So, Guys, thanks for listening. We'll tweet out what we're going to do later on. Josh and I will figure it out. So, We will catch you guys hands. later. Oh, we could do Yeah, idle hands next week. Idle hands. Cool. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, Zeke. We will talk to you guys later. Have a good one. And bye. Bye. Bye.